BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Variant L1130, a.k.a. Loki Laufison, is charged with sequence violation 72089. How do you plead? <laughs> Madam, a god doesn't plead. Look, this has been a very enjoyable pantomime, but I'd like to go home now. Are you guilty or not guilty, sir? <sighs> guilty of being the god of mischief? Yes. Guilty of finding all this incredibly tedious? Yes. Guilty of a crime against the sacred timeline. Absolutely not. You have the wrong person. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement, minus a lot of the usual, well, bullshit. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and we are back for yet another month. And, uh, yeah. Getting into the latter half of the year. And what we're talking about today is just, y'all, I need you guys to do better. <laughs> I need, I need you guys to do better at like, just, I need everyone to do better. I, let me explain what I'm talking about. So I don't know if you guys remember, but back in June, there was a massive hubbub on uh, social media around, you know, it hit the witchcraft blogs on Tumblr. It hit the heathen Twitter. It was all over the place um, that Disney was supposedly trademarking Loki, right? Back in June, everyone was talking about June of 2021. People were talking about Disney trademarking Loki. And here's the thing, though. And even though a, a change.org petition went around with, like, over uh, 100,000 signatures and all this stuff, what all these things got passed around, and, and, and none, of, none of the people who I saw passed around, including people who I know and respect in many circumstances, were passing this around, and none of them checked to see if it was actually a thing that happened. All right. No one checked that this was a thing that happened. Because five minutes worth of research would have told them that no. You see, really, where this started was an artist on Redbubble was showing, selling a, a shirt that had low-key, L-O-W space K-E-Y. And this shirt was a deliberate reproduction of a shirt that the character of Loki wore in a Marvel comic, right? And the person made the shirt specifically to cosplay as that. Now, that's... And so there were keywords in there related to Loki, obviously. This shirt was for sale on Redbubble. Redbubble preemptively because they do this proactively to keep themselves out of lawsuits, uh, they identified it as being uh, 
merchandise based off of the Disney character, the the Marvel character Loki, because Marvel doesn't Marvel doesn't own the the god Loki, but they do own their version, right? Um, they own their character that shares the name with the god and certain characteristics, but only their version. Um, Redbubble took it down preemptively. Disney had never seen the shirt. No employee of Disney had ever reached out to anybody. No, none of their legal team. This was completely on Redbubble, and Redbubble removed it. Now, was this probably fair use? Probably. But that's why it got flagged, right? It was because Redbubble identified as related to the character. Because, again, this was specifically made to imitate a panel from the comics. Like, it was directly related to the fictional character. And I'm not saying that it should be legally protected. Like, I'm not saying that they had that Disney, if they had asked for it, actually would have had the right to take it down. But that's where Redbubble was coming from. The Now, what happened was is that when the person who this happened to, the person who created the shirt, complained about it, claimed that the that, that Disney was overreaching. Mind you, again, Disney had not actually gotten involved yet. And... It exploded across the internet before anybody waited for any sort of comment from Disney or any sort of like thoughts that like, hey, look, this notice that the the art the person who put the shirt up posted the the letter from Redbubble, which clearly indicated that this was not an action made by Disney. Like, if you read the actual message, it is says that it's not from Disney. It says it's from Redbubble. Right? But it hit like wildfire across the community. Now, obviously, if Disney had the ability, Disney and Marvel, if they had the ability to actually trademark the the, the Norse gods, they would have a long time ago. Like, there were... <laughs> like, there's a reason, because Mockbusters like the the Thor movie that came out from the asylum that came out at the same time as the Chris Hemsworth Thor movie couldn't have happened if Marvel had the ability to trademark the Norse gods entirely no they can trademark their version they can trademark a typeface and and anyone reasonable would know that looking at the red bubble letter that it wasn't from Disney's lawyers it and anyone who knows anything about trademark and copyright would know that they couldn't claim the intellectual property on the god. And again, there was literally no indication that they were trying. Yet, yet, across the community, across the community, people just believed it. And it wasn't just us. It wasn't just the witches. Daily Dot also published an article which infuriates me, which I think I ranted about a couple months ago on the Nerd and Tie podcast, uh, also here on the Nerd and Tie network. Um, no one checked and this is this is a frustrating thing like why are we passing around petitions and like people just share things on social media without looking it up and we've all seen people do this on facebook of the older generation and like or at any generation actually i i, I shouldn't just I get mad at the older generation because they're the generation that told me to be careful not to believe things online. So when they do this, I get annoyed. Um, but really, like, 
if you're gonna make like to research on things before you share it all right like and this is not the first incident of this happening in the witchcraft community right like this is not the first time it happened june wasn't the first time this happened because let's go back a year to 2020 and how many of you still believe that there were a bunch of baby witches trying to hex the moon How many of you still believe that? Because as far as I can tell, digging into it, it started as a rumor and then everybody kept repeating it. And it's because you're more than happy to believe the worst things about, like, everybody blames new people and those kids and, like, all this stuff. And um, unfairly often. I mean, don't get me wrong. Teenagers do dumbass stuff all the time. I, when I was a teenager, did very dumb stuff. I did very, very stupid things that no one should ever do in the name of witchcraft. But but the fact is, is that uh, there were all of these rumors and all these conversations about, oh, oh, the baby witches on Witch Talk are trying to curse the moon and they're trying to curse the fae. And, and I don't think anybody ever directly shared someone saying they were going to do that. I always saw things where it was people complaining that the, ba the that new witches were going to do. I don't like the term baby witch. I like the term new witch better. You can identify as a baby witch if you want. Um, I'm just only going to apply that label to people who want it. That's, that's my policy. I'll only call you that if that's what you want to be called. Um, like... It all started with a Reddit thread, as far as I can tell. And it's just... It's just nonsense. Like, it wasn't a widespread thing if anybody was actually ever doing it at all. Yet, some reason, we all, like, the entire community came together and blamed Witch Talk for cursing the moon. And we all, and people had a good laugh because they wanted to believe the worst things about people. In the case of like, it takes internalized biases. It takes, it, people are taking and transforming internalized biases and just repeating things that confirm that without actually researching them to make sure that they're actually doing something that is real. And I've seen, we've, we have seen this time and time again. Like, whether it be, you know, like, we have obvious biases against Disney because it's a major corporation. It's let's let's be clear. Disney has a habit of trying to trademark and copyright everything they can, right? They want to own every IP out there. That's their business model. That's how they make money. That's what they're going to do. Profits their motive. Yeah. All right. So it's so it was very easy for people to just assume the worst and just assume that that's what they did. And like I'm not I'm not going to blame you for thinking, reading that and thinking, hey, that's plausible in that case. But the onus is on you to go look into it before you start telling other people about it. Don't trust a change.org petition. Go look for primary sources. Go look for primary 
sources. Just like with the witch talk thing, I am going to blame some of you because it was all came into internal biases against new witches that a lot of people have. And it honestly drives me nuts because there is a these kids this day attitude, which has been routinely applied to the newer generation of witches in the witchcraft community since forever from when I was a kid to like we we don't let people experiment. We don't let people grow. Um, there are going to be people who come to witchcraft as a phase. There are going to be people who come to witchcraft temporarily. There are going to be people who do stupid things as their kids. But the fact is, the fact is that um, an, ent an entire community unfairly maligned young witches a year ago. And based off of a rumor off of Reddit, as far as I can tell, and it just expanded and everybody repeated it and everyone kept going. Boom, boom, boom. Just everyone kept saying that, oh, the baby witches on Witch Talk are trying to hex the moon and the fae. And isn't that funny? Ha, 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 ha. But no one went and dug to find a single person actually doing it. Like, if you can find a source of, like, a person who actually was planning on doing that, like, not someone talking about them, but the actual thing. Find me a video. If it was on Witch Talk, there's got to be a video. And you can't tell me that someone didn't screen record one, even if it's been deleted. But as far as I can dig on the internet and look, it doesn't exist. And so we just repeated things based on internal biases and it was unfair. An entire community got maligned and mocked because it felt it fed into pre-existing biases that people had, and no one did the research. No one dug in further. Like, it's it's not hard. Look for primary sources. When when you see something alarming, do five minutes of digging at least. Like the Disney Loki thing could have been solved with five minutes of digging. Five minutes. And in the case of the Witch Talk thing, people had long conversations about it. If you've got time to write a five-post conversation about it on Tumblr, you've got time to go look and see if you can find what's actually happening. Right? Like, just, I need you guys to do better. We all need to do better. And I'll admit, I believed the hexing the moon thing at first. Because a year ago, I wasn't on TikTok. So everything I heard about that community was secondhand. So yeah, I'm I'm guilty of the of this too sometimes. But the fact is is that guys we all have a responsibility. We all have a responsibility to to verify what we share, things we pass on to other people. Like I'm not saying you have to research everything you read. 
everything you just look at, but it, before you share it, before you amplify a message, before you take this and pass it on to other people, you have to you have to think. Because when we pass misinformation, we are harming this community, we are harming ourselves, and in some cases unfairly maligning. Like, I don't really give a shit if we made Disney feel bad. <laughs> like, Disney will be fine. Uh, but, like, in the case of the Hexing the Moon, like, think if you're a young witch and the entire community is mocking young witches, think about how that makes you feel. Think about how that would make you feel excluded. To be accused of doing something that you really weren't doing. Because I can tell you that, like, bias towards new witches in this community has always been pretty damn awful. And I say this is like, I faced that bias when I was a teenager. And the fact is, like, I mean, I came into witchcraft in the age of the, like, around the same time that The Craft came out. And while I had never actually, I didn't actually see that movie. I did not see that movie in full until, like, well, if you listen to my review of The Craft that I did with Brina Garen here on, on the podcast, you can find it. Like, I, I watched it for that. That's when I actually watched the whole movie for the first time. But back then, New Witches got, like, shunned because, oh, we were just getting into it because of, of that movie. And, um, like, we weren't real witches. And before that, in the age before that, it's, oh, these people just became witches because they read it in books. Because even though Doreen Valiente herself put out a self-initiation ritual, you know... <laughs> You know, it's somehow uh, somehow less than if you aren't initiated directly into a uh, coven that can trace itself back to New Forest Coven. Um, like, this, this, this bias, and I, I see this with witches who are my age. Now, I'm 40 years old. I've been a witch for about 25 years, right? And I see this bias in people my age, and I'm just like, do you not see the way that we were treated, like, then? Do you not remember what it was like in witchcraft spaces to feel unwelcome? Because that's what you're doing. That's what you did. All right? So, before you start accusing and blaming people of things, you need to verify that you're right. Right? Make sure a thing is happening before you go say, hey, you stop. Like, they're not. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. I know this has been an angry episode, um, and probably not as entertaining as some of my other angry episodes. But we as a community need to do better. We all need to be doing better. At all levels of experience. 
Because in the cases of if both of these things, the people I saw sharing them were not young witches. They were not new. Some of these were very experienced witches. Some were witches who I know and respect. But it's just exhausting. It's just exhausting to constantly know that people are just going to continue to share rumors and misinformation because they match up to people's pre-existing biases. And I just... We just need to do better as a community. As the witchcraft community needs to do better. The neo-pagan community needs to do... We all need to do better. Like, and I'm telling you, like, it's tearing me up that I made a mild error in a TikTok I put up the other day, and, like, technically, I, like, it's not that I was wrong so much as it's possible that my source was inaccurate slightly, and, like, that epi the video is blowing up, and I just, like, I just, I don't want to take it down. I added a pinned comment that clarifies, but still, like, but still, we all need to do better. I need to do better. You, um, yeah, I'm sorry if this episode just kind of turned out to be an unhinged rant. You know, that's just sort of an inevitability sometimes. So uh, hopefully it doesn't screw up the edit on the final show, but this is an addendum to the podcast that wasn't part of the original Patreon release of this episode. <laughs> uh, don't y'all on the regular feed feel lucky for having to wait. So when I picked this topic for this month, the whole idea, the whole idea was that I was waiting a couple of months after the hubbub of like the Loki thing to die down. Like, I I wanted that not to be, like, a hot topic so people could reflect on it and, like, not not feel bad about something that they did, like, two minutes ago, but, like, you know, maybe look back on the way that they acted, you know, a few months ago. So they're not in the moment, but uh, a thing I thought I hoped was going to go away has not gone away and um, literally have had people I know and respect, like, forward me things having to do with this. Um and so I have to talk about it. I, I'm, I'm literally, y'all, y'all are making me talk about it. Great. Awesome. Okay. So, and that is, uh, this was not supposed to be a timely episode. All right. So what I'm talking about is the whole hexing the Taliban situation. Oh, the hexing the Taliban situation, because y'all are doing it again. Y'all are doing it again. All right, so let's talk about what this is. So uh, it's true that it was probably started by a few actual witches who were naive, who started talking about hexing the Taliban. Um, but that's not where it stayed. <laughs> you see, it was quickly taken over by right-wing trolls. Guys... If you see a ridiculous post about someone cursing Allah, a 99% chance 
That's not a real. It's it's not a real thing. See, what happened was a bunch of right-wing trolls pretty much took over the whole hexing the Taliban thing, and most of what you're seeing about these ridiculous witchcraft posts, like making fun of of these people, um, it's a it's a right-wing troll tactic. You see. They want you to, they're going, hey, look at how ridiculous this person is. And they will make up things and they will invent things and they will fake things to create ridiculous stories for you to mock and make fun of. And when you're laughing with them, that's when they start trying to begin right-wing indoctrination. Guys, this is, it's a, it's a pretty standard recruitment tactic. Are there actual witches hexing the Taliban? I'm sure somebody, like out there decided it was a good idea like i'm i'm pretty sure this did start with like a handful of people but this isn't a wide thing the whole point is that they're they're amplifying this so you can make fun of it so you join on in with them and then it's anyone who looks at that reddit is is gonna guys it's it's the same thing all over again. And this time it's being used by far-right trolls as a recruitment tactic. Do not fall for this. Do not... Do not fall for this. You really... You need to... You just need to... You need to, like... Look beyond the surface. Look for the motivations. Look for the people doing the things. Look into history. Guys, like, and I've seen, literally, like, I, I've i seen people who I follow on TikTok fall for this. I've seen it fall on social media thinking that it's, like, a real thing that, quote-unquote, witches are doing. It's just Stop. Stop letting this be a thing. Okay? That's that's it's all I'm adding. It's all I'm adding to this episode. And now now you get to go back to me like from like a week ago. <sighs> Finishing out the episode. Sorry for that. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to this month's BS Free Witchcraft. It's a little shorter episode this month, back to like the normal 20 minutes to a half an hour. Uh, next month, I swear we're going to... Next month is going to be a more fun unhinged rant, but one that requires a lot of research. So uh, we will... <laughs> we will dip back into this. Then um, this show is made possible by uh, my Patreon patrons, um, and uh, a shout out to uh, Stephanie Graves, Mary Stowell, Lindsay Dosey, Bruce Norville, and Courtney. And if you would like to help make this show happen and get access to episodes like this a whole week early, like I put these episodes up on the internet like a whole week early, you can go to patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. That is patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And even contributing at the $1 level, really helps out and uh again gives you access to this you know early and uh if you can't if you can't if you can't afford to uh pitch in to patreon i understand i don't know if you noticed but we're in the middle of a global pandemic just share this show with your friends 
Um, share it everywhere to everyone. Just force them to listen to and like to take them, tape them to a chair uh, and uh, hit play uh, like they're an entitled white guy on an airline flight. Um, and remember, you can follow me on social media. I am on TikTok now uh, as Tregorn, T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. Uh, you can follow me on Tumblr at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N dot Tumblr dot com. I'm on Twitter at Twitter.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And you can follow the show on Facebook at, and importantly, just at the page, please don't friend me, at Facebook.com slash BS Free Witchcraft. All right. So, yeah. And uh, remember, we're a part of the Nerd and Tie podcast network. Um, Nerd and Pie Pod- Podcast Network, besides great witchcraft shows like Hex Positive and, you know, this show you're listening to, um, there's a bunch of actual play shows that are really fun on the network. Uh, Let's Be Legendary just finished their third season, and you can find more about them at uh, nerdandtie.com slash legendary. They're, they're a fifth edition uh, D&D actual play show. Um, we are going into the final uh, chapters of Campaign 1 of Stormwood and Associates, the actual play show that I'm the primary GM on, um, when that uses a super awesome action hero system. So it's a little bit different, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, that you can find at nerdandtie.com slash Stormwood. And uh, also, earlier this month, uh, the final episode of Season 1 of The Meat Grinder, uh, the third actual play show that I am the GM on. I'm the GM on that one. The third actual play show on the network, the second show that I'm a GM on, um, at nerdandtie.com slash meatgrinder. That's the, that's, that's, it's a nine-episode series. The whole season is one single story, um, and uh, we, we have renewed it for a second season. It's an anthology series, though, so every, every season's its own campaign. And uh, that's, that's a show where uh, the, the play, a lot of player deaths constant player deaths it's called the meat grinder for a reason and you can find that at uh, nerdandtie.com slash meat grinder and it's just it's it's all a bunch of fun and you should listen to those shows because they are great and i am an adult who can speak all the words real good so thank you for tuning in again magicians um i will see you later also you should join our discord if you want to talk to me like anytime or like talk to like Brina Garen of Hex Positive or any of the other Nerd and Tie podcast show hosts, um, go to uh, our Discord, which you can find an invite at nerdandtie.com slash Discord and uh, come talk to me whenever you want. Like, all the time. Like, people are li- literally doing right now. Huh. Anyways. Thank you again, Magicians. I will talk to you guys next month for a much more um, research-intensive episode I've been planning for a little bit. And uh, just as uh, the mild hint, um, assuming I don't last-minute change topic due to some world event, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Um, some Gardnerians are going to get mad at me after the next episode. That, But I'm still right. I'm, I'm right about the thing I'm going to talk about. So that's going to be... It's going to be fun. All right. See you all in a month.